Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Oh, drop the subject is here. Don't you worry. <laughs> Just climb a mountain or something. I hold. Uh, Allie Johnson and Jared Hill That's here me. with you. That's me. Hi. Mm-hmm. Is here. We're here with you today. I am here by the skin of my teeth. I am deliriously exhausted. I am... De- I, uh, I, like, I'm going to have... have no, words? I don't. I think there's going to be a lot of like strokey <laughs> moments today, to be totally honest, because I, I just... W- I was filming all weekend my pilot, Butch Pal for the Straight Gal, uh, first all-female queer eye. It was fantastic. We shot 36 pages and 36 hours, three Which, 12 hour days. For people to have an understanding of what that is, like if you're shooting a film, a film usually shoots about a page a day or a page or two a day. I yeah, think. I think at most it's like three to three to five pages a day. I think TV. That's sh- like a I think TV moving. shows tend to shoot about that much. Sure. Yeah. So so to shoot this much in that t- p- yeah. time period, it was insane. And uh, so every single day had its ups and had its downs. Um, ultimately, it was incredible. It had me. I, Dot Marie Jones was in it. Mm. She was the uh, the coach from Glee. She's such a nice. great. Uh, it was amazing to work with her and to meet her. And so there was it was an incredible weekend to see something that I had just an idea of uh, over a year ago, and then decided, hey, maybe I should make this a thing. And hey, maybe we should, we should raise some money. And hey, why don't I actually write this thing? And now to see it actually coming to life and seeing you know everyone working together to actually make this thing a reality is something that so, I just never even expected that I would. Did you? Get to experience. I, I feel like whenever um, I feel like that's one of the cool things about being a creative is being able to have an idea and you know seeing it come to life. Um, I feel like when I've had those moments, like there's always a moment during it where you have like a pause and you're like, "Holy crap! This, this is, is what's happening, happening right, right now. now." Yeah, or like people talking about a scene that I wrote and being like, "What's the best way to like play it?" Or like yeah. when we get coverage for this and like, "Well, I think that she's feeling this right now." When was I'm that like, moment for you, and how did it feel? Well, there are many, many moments of that, but I think the first, the first scene, yeah, like because the first scenes were like talking head scenes where yeah. you're talking to camera because it was like it's a kind of a fake reality show, so right. there's a lot of moments where you're talking to the camera, and so when we first started shooting those scenes and the director was kind of giving them acting notes and like talking about you know what the what that what the characters feeling and doing and all this stuff, and then when we got into the house the next day, which is like where, we, where the, our makeover subject yeah. was, and like seeing kind of her journey of how she transitions and so there were a lot of moments where I was like holy crap you guys this This is is happening happening. there were also a lot of moments where I was questioning why I wrote so many complicated things in the script (laughs) like why like I added a cat scene I was like you know what this cat is going to be given to this person and that is hilarious <laughs> and then the, I wrote another scene where there's a cat on a leash being walked on a leash and then at, there at one point oh, that production exhausting so leading up they were like do you maybe want to cut that scene and I was like nope it's funny uh-uh. I don't care and then when I think it was when I was wiping the blood off of my arms after trying to get my cat into a cat carrier oh and drive God. her to Marine Del Rey, I was like, maybe this scene is <laughs> Maybe it. we don't need this scene. <laughs> and then I drove her to the house that we were shooting at, and the woman who owned the house is allergic to cats. Oh, my and God. And so I got there, and she was like, that, that cat's not going to be in here, is it? And I was like, uh, what? <laughs> so, so then- did you have to cut the scene? 
We got the scenes. Oh, wow. Okay. Yes, we did get the scenes. We, after haggling with this woman forever, because I was like, you know, we told you there was an effing cat. Like, she pissed me off. Anyway, uh, we were like, there's a cat. We I can't keep it in a carrier for like seven yeah. hours. I'm sorry. There, uh, Like, the cat has to be somewhere. So, we finally talked her into letting the cat hang out in her bathroom. <laughs> Yikes. But then we ended up getting the cat on a leash scene, which is very important, and it was very funny. And my cat is going to be a star. <laughs> and then I uh, eventually sa- I sent somebody. Your cat ho- have I, moxie? I, 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 then I put the cat. In, she does have moxie. She really is an it factor. And so then I uh, I put the cat in an Uber and I sent her. Ho- no, I didn't put her in an Uber. But I, I did have somebody drive her home because I was like, this is a 12 hour day. I'm not letting my poor little kid. I'm sit in a bathroom all day. Um, but it was there was a lot of great moments there's a lot of really stressful moments but there was there was uh, a lot of bonding in the off time because you know there's a lot of times where you're waiting around but yeah and i was sitting with the other women that were you know the because i've got the fierce five they're all five queer women right like the fab five right and we were all sitting around and before i knew it we were all talking about how annoying like how we were talking about hooking up with straight girls in high school oh wow <laughs> and like how we would be hanging out at parties and like you know we knew that we were gay or queer and and then there would be like a straight girl at a party being like i don't know let's make out we were like talking about how we felt about it like yeah, i was like yeah i didn't really care why like i just wanted to get game and then I, after a while i was like <laughs> wow i'm really just bonding with these women who i really share a lot of views with this must be community uh, this is community this is a community that i'm creating and this is a fantastic thing that's, that's happening awesome. right now yeah so it was cool to have those moments of realization where i knew that i was creating a community and involving myself in a community so because of something i did what happens next uh we sell it and make money okay you become billionaires then. <laughs> we become billionaires yes. yeah okay. and mainly the cat is why i, I did so this mean where, when will people be able to see something because i know you guys have some things coming up yeah well we we're going to the catalyst content festival in october so okay. we plan to have something ready by then and that's when we get to uh do a live reading of the script and talk to some industry people and you know kind of try and, and pitch it and yeah. shop it around so but we're going to spend the entire month of september in post-production so we're probably going to have something that's a, like more of a finished product by the end of the year that's exciting yeah and i do eventually want to get into some uh, something that happened that was not necessary i mean it was related to the shoot but it just got me thinking about when you get in a fight with somebody and then realize that you're 100 percent wrong and uh-huh. how you like when that moment happens and how you handle that because i got in an argument with the woman who owned the house not cat related it was a different issue and then i realized that i was 100 percent wrong <laughs> so we can talk about that when we get back drop the subject we'll be right back the new channel q Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Okay, drop the subject with Allie Johnson and Jarrett Hill. Jarrett, I'm just going to apologize in advance if I say anything dumb, because I am on not a lot of sleep right now. I think I'm also getting sick, and I think I'm still a touch hungover, because we did get a couple of drinks after the shoot finished well, yesterday. All those things being true, and you got into an argument this weekend and realized <laughs> you were dead-ass wrong. Yeah. Well, I... I've never been so clearly wrong, (laughs) but I still stand by some of the things that were said. I got into a fight with the woman who owned the house that we were renting. This woman was very, very, very strict about her space, Mm -hmm. and it was pissing me off 
to no end because I'm like, don't rent your damn house out to people with a film, like when there's a film crew and all this stuff needs to happen and then get all upset when anyone's like walking in the house with shoes on. (laughs) It's like, what do you expect? We have a ton of equipment. Anyway, so she was pissing me off to no end from the beginning. For the shoot, I took advantage of Kevin's wife's closet because uh, Kevin Klein, who you know, you've heard on the airwaves here on Channel Q, and form- formerly him and I up in the Bay Area, uh, his wife works in fashion. She has a lot of really high fashion, nice, nice, mm-hmm. fancy clothes that I don't like from designers that I don't know. And there's a, ce- a scene where there, there needs to be a bunch of designer clothes. Sure. So I asked Kevin's wife if I could borrow some clothing. She did not charge me any money. She was so nice about it. All she wanted was for me to take care of her clothes. I said, all they're going to do is hang in a closet for one shot. I'll put them, I'll take care of them. I'm going to bring them back to you as soon as the shoot's over. We are wrapping the day yesterday, and it's seven. We are shooting till seven. Seven oh one. This lady's like, everyone needs to be out. Like, she was awful. I brought the clothes. They weren't needed for a scene yesterday, but I brought them because I was going to give. I was going to drop by Kevin's house and drop them off after the shoot. So I got there in the morning and I, I opened the closet and I hung them on the uh, door of the closet. And I was like, I'm just going to leave them here all day. They're going to be fine. No, we're not shooting anything up here. So then I go to, go up there later to check, and the closet door is locked. And I'm like, what? Why is this locked? And so I was asking one of the production people and they were like, oh, yeah. Was was Lady there the entire shoot? She was there for most of it. Oh, God. There was also a person limit of how many people we could have. Right. And I was like, well, is she really going to be there counting? And they were like, yeah, I think she is. I was like, what? (laughs) So it was that kind of thing. I've had that experience before. So... So I, I'm, I'm asking around, I'm like, why is this lady locked her closet? Like, we were shooting in there yesterday. Yeah. Why does she need to lock it? And so anyway, at the end of the day, I was like, hey, you know, I, I need this lady to open her closet. I got to get these clothes out. So she, I guess, had at one point gone up there, taken my clothes out of the closet and locked the closet all day long. I go to, I find some of the clothes, but some of them are missing. <laughs> So, and we're shooting the last thing, like we're trying to rush and shoot the last thing and get out. Like everyone's moving all this stuff, like at rapid pace out of the house. Like we're getting into a Subaru to shoot our final shot. It's like crazy stuff. Of course you're in a Subaru. Yes. That was, yes. (laughs) Of course you are. Very important. So then I'm, I keep running back into the house periodically, like talking to the producers going like, I need to find these clothes. Like I I need to literally bring them to her after this. Like I, I need them. And so they're like, we're still looking. We don't really know where they are. So then at the, at the end, of this I start getting into it with this woman and I'm like I I put my clothes in your closet and you locked your closet and she was like yeah I didn't see any other clothes in there I was like I, I swearing to you right now that I put them in there they're definitely in there and she was like well I'll open the door again but you know here uh, yeah, it's just my laundry so I don't know I'm sure you'll find it and I was like you know what like I I don't know why you locked the closet door in the first place. We have yeah. stuff everywhere in the house. And she was like, well, you know, I know that that door has been locked all day. It definitely was never even it was locked all day long. It's been there's no way you even had clothes in there. And I was like, I swear to you, lady, that I put clothes in your damn closet. Yeah. 
it was open, and then and then she was eventually like, oh yeah, you know, I did see some clothes and I took them out. I'm like, yes, that happened. So where are my effing clothes? I had a, we were turning this place upside down. I had like producers looking for this clothes. I was going like people. I've told I told several other people that I clothes in the damn closet. I'm going. These are expensive things. I, they're not even my things. Like mm-hmm. I was freaking out, and then. They were in my backpack. I was going to say, you never put them in there in the first place. They were in my backpack. I had everybody looking up and down through the entire house. I was yelling at this lady for locking a damn closet. And I had them in my backpack the entire time. So what did you say? I walked away. (laughs) I got in my car. And I went to the bar. That's one of those moments where I'm like, I told you I put them in the bag. So what are you talking yeah, about? And I was I like, never, well, then great. I never even mentioned well, this damn closet. <laughs> Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. All right, drop the subject with Allie Johnson and Jared Hill, and there is more going on in the world than just fighting over pieces of clothing that were in my backpack the whole time. There are actually important things to talk about, like the fact that uh, the President of the United States thinks that we can nuke hurricanes. This is how you know that the president is like way too engaged on the internet and like the wrong places. <laughs> like uh, he would go down those weird conspiracy theory rabbit holes of the internet and then be like, whoa. What's crazy about that is like he does that when he has all of like the top minds and experts <laughs> at his fingertips, right? Like right. it's not like he's like you are I and we have to go Google something. Yeah, to, you're like, just like in your mom's basement right. being like, moo. Searching on YouTube for like, you know, crazy theories like, he has like the Department of National Security yeah. of, of Homeland Security. He has like the nuke makers. Exactly. <laughs> and so it's like, are you crazy? So uh, the short version of this story is we've actually heard this before in 2017, and it's, it's kind of become up a thing, uh, become a thing again, where Donald Trump has been. This is a resurgence. This is a, this right. is an old idea that he's now doubling down he's on. Doub- well, you know, if anyone is good for doubling down, it's Donald Trump. So uh, he's been asking his team about dropping nuclear bombs into the center into the eye of a hurricane to be able to break it up to see if they could stop a hurricane from reaching the shores of, of the United States. So when Which, the, <laughs> go ahead. When this just in your I mean you're around like situations where people are like pitching ideas for things all sure. the time. When someone pitches an idea that they're really excited about and you know that it's horrible <laughs> What do you do, especially when that person is the one who's running the meeting? For me, it's a, it's a huh. Okay, that's so, all right, well, okay. we can definitely look into that. Which is actually what someone said in these <laughs> meetings. So they have they talked to different people that were in the meeting, and it was actually one of those moments. Um, and they say, sir, we'll look into that. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I mean, yeah. it's it, and this is according to like various sources that are, are in and around these meetings. But um, it's actually a thing where you hear that and you think, could that work? There's so I love like <laughs> exactly. these crazy theories where there's one moment that you're like, is that is, is that, that right? That could actually. I don't, could we follow yeah. up? Like let, me, with, let me YouTube that. Like his windmill thing, where he was like, "Well, if the <sighs> windmills aren't blowing, then no one's going to have TV." And you're like, "That's crazy. That right? That's not right." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. And then like all these scientists and people jump in yeah, and they're yeah, like, yeah. "No, this is like that's not how it works." Well, and so, you're like, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I remember <laughs> hearing about this the first time and thinking like, um, dropping a bomb into a hurricane, I could see like how it could like shift things and maybe throw it off, but like. I don't think that would work. And then you say like a nuclear bomb and it's like, 
You mean like throwing radiation everywhere? Like that'd be a problem. Like you were a big fan of Chernobyl, the series. I, I was a huge fan of you what happened to, in Chernobyl. Well, of the show, right. excuse me. I should say that differently. Um, I love, love what they did with the exactly, place. Exactly, love what they did it's with the place. It's just so cool. You, you enjoyed the HBO series Chernobyl, <laughs> um, the critically acclaimed series mm. on HBO, and, and wanted to go visit Chernobyl after seeing okay, that. Okay, so for a split second, I was having a discussion No, you had about already bought this. the tickets to Chernobyl, <laughs> um, the theme park. And so, um, but like the the folks over at the National Oceanic Atmospheric Administration, we often refer to them as NOAA. They're the people who like search and work on hurricanes and kind uh. of like give us the data. Um, and so they had to put out um, a fact sheet that they called Tropical Cyclone Myths. The page states, quote, apart from the fact that this might not even alter the storm, this approach neglects the problem that the released radioactive fallout would fairly quickly move with the, the trade winds to affect the land areas and cause devastating environmental problems. Needless to say, this is not a good idea. Got it. Okay. So, like, what happened in Chernobyl, right? All that radiation is, like, permeating and, like, kind of spreading around out into the area. But, like, let's take that and then do that in the middle of a hurricane where the winds are... are super fast and like growing and getting bigger and bigger and throwing you know there's always like the 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 halo around a storm right yeah. where like there's rains and all that kind of stuff but it's not the actual and storm and it starts diffusing more and more throughout exactly. the environment around so it. let's do that and put radiation in the middle of that you know i think donald trump instead of running the country should just pitch dwayne the rock johnson movie <laughs> <laughs> i get that. all right he has to do a nuke and throw it into the eye of a hurricane in the Pacific Ocean. The Fast and Furious Hobby Shaw <laughs> nuclear edition. Like, and then contain the radiation to save the planet. On Hurricane Irene. You know, it's like, <laughs> what? So, yeah. Um, nasty Irene. Yeah, exactly. If you're hearing the story about the president and his ideas about how we could, you know, save the world from hurricanes, this is why that's a problem. Got it. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. <laughs> I was just taking a gander at some of the news that are lucid headlines I have planned for you, Jarrett. Um, I don't like how sinister you said that. <laughs> <laughs> no, one of them, I, I, one in particular is going to make you so happy. Well, was it Thursday you had your first five for five? I did, okay. yeah. Okay. And I'm going to try and keep that train rolling today. Wow. I actually don't feel confident that you <laughs> news all the stories. Uh, this is Drop the Subject. I'm Allie Johnson here with Jarrett Hill. And I wanted to bring this story to the table because it's one of those things where it seems ridiculous and it seems completely crazy and you're like, wow, this one person's just absolutely insane. But then you're realizing, oh wait, it's 2019 and the entire world has gone crazy. So people might actually agree with this person. And I'm speaking about a woman who is running for city council, I believe in Michigan. Mm -hmm. And she just gave her a little pitch of what, what her vision is for the town. And I don't think you're going to agree with it, Jared. Okay. My suggestion, recommendation, keep Marysville a white community as much as possible. Wow. I was floored. I was speechless. Um, I didn't know what to, how to react to it. Nobody did it sitting at the table. Why do you think Marysville should stay white? Um, we like it the way it is. This is 68-year-old Jean Kramer, who is running for city council in Marysville, and we're told she stunned everyone at the Meet the Candidates Forum in City Hall last night when she said they should keep Marysville white. Here she is responding to the audible gasp in the room. Seriously, uh, in other words, um, no um, foreign-born, uh-uh, no foreign um, oh, wow. people. If people are coming here... 
to get away from their own country. What they should do is, uh, or need to do, is go back to their own country Can we and stop straighten here? it out. Kramer okay. claims she's not racist. So, um, I'd like to remind Jean Kramer of a couple of things. Number one, um, this country was started by, by people foreigners. who were tired of their country and came to another land. Right. Um, and also, uh, I don't know if we're going to be able to get to this today, but like this week is the 400th anniversary of the beginning of slavery. Like oh. 400 years ago this month, the first slaves arrived that on the shores a, of the United States. That is a bad anniversary. It right? is. It is. But like, I mean, there's a, a huge thing called the 1916 Project that's being done by the New York Times. It's kind of like chronicling 400 years of enslavement. And so, like, when I hear white people say this, it like it makes my blood boil because like white people like this have this idea that America is theirs and that America um, should not be that um, that um, they started this this land as if they arrived here and there weren't people here before mm-hmm. and that they. They didn't like push people out like the Native Americans and the the Native um, Latino people that were here. And then say, hey, we're the new natives. Now everyone who comes in here is a foreigner and we don't want you here. Exactly. Like we want to keep this air. And and, uh, John Duran, who does Sidebar on Fridays, um, I love the story that he tells. Like uh, his family, I believe, uh, grew up in Mexico and New Mexico. And they asked people ask him like, oh, when did your family, you know, cross the border into the United States? And he's like, "Uh, my my family was there for hundreds of years. The border crossed us. (laughs) You know what I mean? And so. Um, and so like I hear white people like this and I know that there are white people who hear her and are like oh yeah absolutely see that's what I'm saying is like to listen to this woman and be like this woman is Badass. <laughs> you almost said it. But then to be like, wait, we are living in a world where there are plenty of people who agree with her. And I know we have to go, Emmy, but there is another part. I'm wondering if we could play it a little later, uh, where she basically gets caught in her own trap, where because she's married to a Canadian or something, and they were Lord. like, well, isn't that considered a? Wouldn't she be con- that person be considered a foreigner? And she's like, uh, so we will definitely get to that moment as well. We have to take a break, yes. but it gets more ridiculous than even this, Jared. Delicious. So, uh, all right. We will be back momentarily. We will give you the, I will give you the News It or Lose It headline selection coming up in a few minutes. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to Drop the Subject. Drop the Subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the Subject. The new Channel Q. Welcome back to Drop the Subject. I'm Jared Hill. Allie Johnson is moving over to the board because we've got more clip to play for you. And she likes to be able to hit the buttons. Yeah, yeah. I like to have control. I'm a controlling woman. I'm not going to deny it. We are talking about Jean Kramer, who is this woman in Michigan who's running for a city council seat. She's running for city council, yeah. And this was some of the things that she said at a city council meeting. We're, we're getting a very strong reaction from people. Jesus. And uh, so then some reporters came to her house and followed up with her. And she basically confirmed everything that she had said in the meeting and more. I love that this this reporter is a black woman. She's like, I mean, she's a person Emmy, of color. I'm not sure I, if I she's. Think she, I think she's a black really? woman. Really? Okay, I wasn't um, sure. Mind you, I'm completely just inferring that by listening to her voice. Um, but like, <laughs> and the way that she asked the question. Um, but I don't know that for sure. But she sounds like a. She is a person of color. You're saying. Um, me yeah, and Emmy, I, saw, I saw the video. I yeah. So me I'm and Emmy sure. were listening to this, and the way that she contextualizes some things, it was like, oh, she asked to be on this story. She was like, <laughs> right. oh hell no. She's like, I'll go to her house. <laughs> Yeah. Why do you think Marysville should stay white? Um, we like it the way it is. This is 68-year-old Jean Kramer, who is running for city council in Marysville, and we're told she stunned everyone at the Meet the Candidates Forum in City Hall last night when she said they should keep Marysville white. If people are coming here to get away from their own country, what they should do 
is uh, or needs to do is go back to their own country and straighten it out. Let me okay, stop her so there. That's so, Jean. You know what? Why aren't we doing that more? If we have problems with the country that we're living in where, you know, we get murdered for whatever reason, being gay, what have you, why don't we just go, not instead of leaving, so, why don't we just straighten it out? The, the thing for me is like the idea of her telling people to go back to their own country. I did a little bit of research. The last name Kramer is an English last name that's derived from Dutch. So like you could go back to, to, to England or wherever you came from if you want people to go back to their country, right? right. Like Because the United States was not your country, was not white people's country. Like, okay, sorry, go on. Okay. Kramer claims she's not racist. Now listen to what she says about a new couple in Let the Let me pause you right there. That's how I know this is a person of color. She was like, she claims she's not racist, but let me give you this Let's BS. Move, yeah, let's exactly. move on to the yeah. next point that she made. I also, One is a I also think it's important. This is a moment when I feel like uh, I, I love to point out like why people like this will always say that they're not racist. Like people in the Ku Klux Klan did not believe that they were racist. People who owned slaves did not believe that they were racist. And I feel like these are people who always see racism as something outside of them that could not possibly be them. But it's like the, the most egregious racists never think that they are racist. That's crazy. What she says about a new couple in the neighborhood, one is American and the spouse is Canadian. Okay, so this is what I was talking about. I, mm -hmm. I from memory, thought that it was her husband who was Canadian, but it's an, another couple that lives in the town where one is Canadian. Here's what she thinks about that. And uh, they're both white. So that's okay. Yeah. But, but she's... I think what we really need to draw attention to here is also the fact that this woman needs water. And, and a new wig, but that's a different conversation. <laughs> well, we were talking about how she must have gone into the barbershop and said, just give me something um, that makes me look as racist as possible. Right. Just an old bigotry bob. Can get, get to me? <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, I don't know if Canadian... Yeah, Canadian would be foreign. The simple fact is... Uh -huh. Uh, Kramer versus Kramer, and you know, you're both losing. Exactly. Like the idea that she this. So this also highlights for us that this is not about uh, their ethnicity, where they're from, right? This is about their race, right? The, which are two very different things. Race is a construct that we've created, right? Race is not a real thing. You are white because of the European country that you come from. That's not a thing. I am black because of the African background that I have. That's not a real thing. But them being foreign uh -huh. is a real thing, right? right. Being from Canada, Canadiaville, as I'll call it. Sometimes um, being from Canada is a is an actual ethnicity, a place that you can be a nationality. Um, so that is how we know that this is about being white and not about being foreign. Right. Because you what she's not even thinking about that part of it. Absolutely. She's not even thinking this person's Canadian and they don't belong here. That thought didn't even cross her mind. Right. So she's not thinking in terms of, like you said, nationality. Absolutely. The people here in Marysville or even in poor here and the majority of people just feel that was a real ignorant statement to make. And we don't believe that. We don't feel that way. Uh, just wanted to point out, because I know you haven't seen the video and we're talking about this on the radio. Uh, this guy totally it looks like one of those quintessential like redneck dudes. Oh, no. And so to have this guy be like, yeah, that was not okay. <laughs> like, it's just even better. I love, like, she does not speak for me. <laughs> I know I look racist. I know, but... I know I've got the whole look thing going on, but I want to be clear. Yeah. Yeah. I, I this it, It's also interesting whenever I hear um, someone like her... <laughs> Pronouns are always interesting to me. Use the word we because it says to me that she she at least thinks that her neighbors think this. Right. right. And she's doing a community service. Exactly. And like she may have had conversations with neighbors who also think this way. But it, right. it makes me concerned. Do we have more of this clip? Yep. Okay, go ahead. And so to have something like that overshadow such a positive event here in Marysville like Hot Wheels Weekend. 
just want to point out that was a very positive weekend for Marysville because it was Hot Wheels weekend. Shout out to the folks who coordinated Hot Wheels weekend who got overshadowed by damn Gene Kramer. It's really kind of sad. I, I have no problems with uh, black people uh, as long as um, people marry the same kind. I'm sorry. No I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hold on. You have no problems with black people. Skate space. As long as... Wait, 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 what? Yeah, just a small caveat. Exactly, exactly. This is Again, this is about race and not about ethnicity because this whole like intermixing thing. Yeah. Like, we don't say that... We don't have that conversation about like, oh, well, she's Iris and he's Greek. Like, we don't want right. them mixing. No, no, no. That's like, that's not a thing. Yeah, this isn't an, a match game. Yeah, absolutely. Like, we're, we're not in the game of life and trying to match things like that look like each other. <laughs> exactly. That's not what this is. Yeah. I also asked her what she was afraid of if foreign-born people came to Marysville. As long as they don't um, push themselves on other people, I wouldn't have any problem. This and the mayor of Marysville has gone on record calling Kramer's comments racist, vile, and jaw-dropping. So uh, when the whole like as long as they don't press themselves on other people, that and whole thing. And what does thing, that even mean? Like exactly. pressing yourself by doing what? But by that's, existing that's or walking what they around? Say about LGBTQ people, right? Like we don't want you pushing your ideas on us with a gay agenda and that whole thing. Um, and so they they whenever I hear that, it just kind of like b- blows my mind because there's no like explanation of what that means. It, uh, they act like uh, they act as if being gay in in the same space as someone is going to make someone else gay or it's going to like encourage someone else but like they never think about the fact that most gay people were raised with straight parents and it didn't rub off right you know what I mean? exactly so, yeah. yeah interesting i also want to be want to want to point out like i want to watch this for the next couple of weeks because i am sure she's going to get a surge of money into her campaign oh god you think so oh absolutely i mean because those things yeah you'd be like no way there's no way there's crazy you're crazy because whenever donald trump says something like overtly racist that we always say is like dog whistly like there's always a, a section of people out there who agree with him yeah there is a gene kramer is not by herself like there are well, plenty of people out there and who we believe had, yeah. thinks. No, you're right. And there's another when we were talking earlier about I think it was last week about how that sliver of people is so important. Yeah. Because that that's what shifts Exactly. That's they can, that's what puts people like Donald Trump 70, in. Seventy thousand votes across three states, right? right? And, so, and those are the just yeah, it's a yeah. small percentage. All so, right. News it or lose it headline selection? Yes, we're gonna do that next. That's coming up. That's coming up. Okay. Yes. All right. I wasn't you're sure like, where we're... I was like, like, what's happening? You're like, how I'm, close is I'm, next? I'm like, what, what is happening now? Okay, yes. We're going to do the News or Lose It headline selection next, so stick around. You're listening to Drop the Subject. Drop the Subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the Subject. The new Channel Q. Drop the Subject presents... Lose it or lose it. All right. I just want to quickly point out that Jarrett Hill just bought me breakfast. Oh, I didn't realize that was coming. Okay. I'm very, very thankful for you. You're very welcome. All right. News or lose it headlines. You news or lose as many as you like. Well, I, you're, I know you're going for a five for five. We'll see how good you did. <laughs> All right. Headline number one. The competitive world of hot pepper breeding. Oh, that's you all day. <laughs> Headline number two. We burned your mouth on this show. <laughs> that's true. And it won't be the last time either. <laughs> I'm sure, yeah. Headline number two. These fascists inadvertently raised over 35 grand for a cause they hate. <laughs> yes. I, I thought you would love that one. Uh, headline number three. Uh, straight from BuzzFeed, create a boyfriend and we'll give you a celeb bestie. Yes. <laughs> 
I, I mean, I love BuzzFeed because that's how the only way I would know what kind of garlic bread I am. How do you even, like, do you just do a word jumble? It's just the most ridiculous test, but they're always fun. Create a boyfriend and we will give you a celeb <laughs> bestie? What does that mean? I worked at BuzzFeed and I was like, what are you people doing over here? Sorry, go ahead. All right, headline number four. (laughs) SF restaurant owner explains uh, how Bernie Sanders was cranky and rude when visiting their restaurant. Um, I mean, that's pretty on brand, right? Uh, Cranky and rude. Why not? All right. And then finally, KFC testing meat-free fried chicken. Oh, hell no. (laughs) Lose it. (laughs) I'm guessing this is not going to make it into the current chicken sandwich wars. Oh, God, that sounds awful. Fake chicken? And they're testing it, which means that it's probably not going It's not good yet. All right. So we'll get to all those stories. Fascists inadvertently raising 35 grand for a cause they hate. The competitive, competitive world of hot pepper breeding creating a boyfriend and we will give you a celeb bestie (laughs) and the SF restaurant owner saying how Bernie Sanders was cranky and rude all that coming up drop the subject we'll be right back the new channel Q drop the subject the new channel Q Welcome back to Drop the Subject. We're here talking about the songs that we love, like Normani and Sam Smith. Um, Normani has so many good little jams with Fifth Harmony and her new song, Motivation. Sam Smith is always bringing me something that's going to make me go to my therapist. Um, like, quite literally, like, my first... He has so many feelings. I've had a, a, a good breakup song with him and a good, like, I love you song with him. He, he goes through all of these phases oh, of a absolutely. relationship. Yeah, absolutely. It's just like, okay, now we're meeting. It was a one-night stand. Now yeah. we're meeting. Now we're together. Now you broke my heart. It's I'm like devastated. Yeah, he's now got I found like, someone new. Yeah. This is like, I'm dealing with the baggage of my last relationship with the new person. Like, it's a lot. <laughs> yeah. uh, and it's the then, whole circle. Right, exactly. And then Normani has this new song called Motivation, which you guys should check out. She has a really cool video for it. So anyway, anyhow, it is time for News It or Lose It. Drop the Subject presents News It or Lose It. start with peppers and then work our way over to fascists. Okay. Sound like a, a good direction? Okay. Yeah, exactly. So, reading this story about the world of hot pepper breeding, I am just reminded of how straight this story is. I think it's such a straight dude thing to be like, what is the hottest thing I can eat? Oh my gosh. Why don't, can we make it hotter? Have you seen this the show where they, they interview like celebrities while they're eating hot wings? What? They give them like the hottest wings to eat and like it's a straight white guy. I mean, that's kind guy. of amazing. I it would is. definitely well, watch that. Because they're like but... sweating and like yeah. you know what I mean but well, like it's, it's very much that yeah I don't know what this fascination is to I mean I definitely was a big fan of man versus food when that was on mm. like eating the biggest whatever or eating the biggest burger eating the hottest wings eating the hottest curry I'm always in pain by the end of that show because he looks like he is like really battling well that's when that show came out and I was watching the whole season I was like this guy can't keep this up he's gonna have a heart attack he ended up leaving the show didn't he well I think they stopped now he's doing something else like he He's doing a different type of show because yeah. I don't think they could have given that yeah, up for I think very they, long. I think they put I another think, person on the show, yeah. Oh, they put another person on that show? Yeah. So another person's doing I that? I think so. It's I think like so. a new season until the person dies. <laughs> right, exactly, for as long as they can take it. Yeah. The Hot Wings show I was talking about is called Hot Ones. Man versus Food is like, oh my God, yeah. that show's difficult. So I guess this is because there is such a trend to eat hot things and do hot pepper challenges and eat the hottest whatever, mm-hmm. people have begun to breed peppers and to breed them to be hotter and hotter and hotter. And one guy, he has 
made the hot, the current world's hottest pepper, which is called the Carolina Reaper. And this guy's name is Smokin' Eddie Curry. His last name is Curry. And he runs a company called Pucker Butt Pepper Company. Yikes. And his whole life's work is making hot, hot peppers. For the past three decades, he has been pushing the limits of the Scoville scale, which is what they use to measure how hot peppers are. He's breeding hotter hotter and hotter peppers, and he has a, f- a farm on South in South Carolina. Oh, and he's he, like creating these peppers. Yes, like he's breeding different plant varieties together to make the hottest peppers that you can possibly have. All right. Wow. I just always, whenever I hear like someone is doing that, it's always really cool to me that people are like figuring out like the science of like how to make these things hotter and cooler. And like when they like the, what is it, the apri- the plumot thing where it's a plum and an apricot? Like it's kind of like. Plumots? Well, yeah, like they're taking like plums and apricots and they call them plumots or something. Why would they them. take two better fruits? Those suck. I Well, no, like when they combine them, I guess people like them. But huh. like it's kind of the same thing where people are like taking two different things or yeah, maybe they're three hybridizing. or four. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really interesting. I mean, they've been doing it with weed for a while. It seems to be going great. <laughs> it seems to be working out <laughs> yeah. quite well. Quite well. <laughs> All right. Before we get into this next story, we got to yeah. take a moment. We got to take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, more news to lose it. Don't go anywhere. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. The subject has been dropped. We're picking it back up again. We're in the middle of news it or lose it. But want to remind you, all of the stories that we put into the show, you can find on our website at wearechannelq.com. You can follow us on the web machines at DTS Show uh, on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow Allie at... Your Allie Johnson. Twitter and Instagram uh, for me as well is at Jarrett Hill. So make sure to follow us and keep uh, keep yourself abreast of what's going on. I just like saying abreast. Me too. Uh, I know I'm, you I'm do. with you. <laughs> You're super Quite just one. How about abreasts? <laughs> Allie's <laughs> got the next story. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about these fascists that accidentally raised money for a cause that they hate. Because this is always fun, right? <laughs> kind of like Texas, accidentally uh, legalizing marijuana. Yes. Gotta okay. So a few hundred fascists who rallied in Portland, Oregon this past weekend, they accidentally raised over $35,000 for the defense of Latino immigrants. <laughs> nice. And uh, for I guess for each member of the far-right white nationalist group who attended the rally, anti fascists pledged to donate a nickel, a dime, or other small amount of money to the Oregon Latino Rights Organization, which is called CASA, which helps def- uh, defend undocumented people from deportation. So the fascists were just trying to, you know, have a good old-fashioned rally, and the anti-fascists stepped in, and they were like, why don't we take this crappy thing and turn it into a good thing? So for every person that showed up, they would donate money? Yeah. Oh, that's kind of awesome. So the fundraiser was organized by uh, a Popular Mobilization, which is a Portland coalition of leftist and anti-fascist groups. And in a statement, they said that in the run-up to the rally, donation pledges flooded in from all over the country, even as far away as the UK, ranging from two cents to five dollars. Five dollars of fascists. Five dollars of fascists. <laughs> Some 300 fascists turned out for the rally. 300 There are 300 so people. Oh, my God. I know. And in the week uh, since... They said that CASA has received $36,017 to support their work with Latino immigrants and their families. What a cool way to counter something. Yeah, to use it to your, and put it to your, just like to turn it into something good. Yeah, I actually love that. That's really cool. Okay. Okay. Let's talk about Bernie being cranky in San Francisco. (laughs) 
Or anywhere he goes. Or in anywhere he goes. Yeah, I'll be interested to see your reaction to this because I don't know how much of this is just him being a regular old grumpy guy because he's just grumpy always mm-hmm. versus being especially not nice. So it, the uh, Democratic National Committee had a summer meeting and a bunch of you know Democratic candidates were there and they dined out with staff at this place called uh, John Constant. I've actually never been here, but... Same. Uh, the, the restaurant owner said, you know, the whole thing was very nice, except for Cranky Bernie. The, uh, apparently, he refused to shake hands and take photos with anybody, and he was not nice to the staff. Uh, he told Politico that the candidate had lost my vote. Yikes. So, that's, that goes, that little, those little things go a long way, right? So, I, I, ugh, I, I always feel for people in these instances, because you never know, like, is Bernie just a jackass? Right. Or did he have a bad day? Yeah, if you're catching them just in that one moment. Yeah. But, but there were other people there. Well, so, like, what I mean is, like, yeah, I, I watch plenty of reality shows, and, like, I know you hate the Kardashians, but I was watching a bunch of it yesterday. I was doing some design stuff. I'm sorry. And they, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And um, one, of, uh, one of the days, like, Kim had an event to go to or whatever, but she has psoriasis on her skin, and she had, oh, like, a poor, really oh, bad so flare-up. It is really sad. Like, her skin's burning, and, like, it's turning colors or whatever. And so, like, she ended up having to cancel the event, and then I'm like, oh, people are going to be like oh she's such a bitch she didn't show up to the event and then you see like six months later on the show like oh her skin was burning on her face like she couldn't come out and so then I'm like I always think about like oh the the way that like one interaction with someone makes you feel a way about that person as opposed to like them developing a reputation like Bernie Sanders always has like this curmudgeonly angry tone well I mean and it's a good point you make because I feel like with Bernie Sanders at any given moment he's got scabs and boils and weird like things going (laughs) on because he's old He's, you are always in pain, pretty much. At the yeah, like you're always dealing with some yeah. kind of a medical issue that would make you grumpy. Well, I just I I I, I feel for him because like in Target the other day, I was walking into the store and like this guy was like, "Oh my gosh, I know you," and I was like, "That never happens to me." And I was like, "No, you don't." And like uh, and then he was like, "No, I follow you." And then I was like, I immediately think to myself like, "What was I doing just before he said something <laughs> to me? Like, was I picking my nose? I was with my friend, you know? I was like, mm. did I say something?" weird like I always wonder and then you think like okay so what was that person's experience and like what are they gonna say well this guy said that Nancy Pelosi was pure class that Elizabeth Warren was absolutely wonderful came into the kitchen and was so complimentary to the staff took individual photos with everyone and was just the nicest lady nice well I mean Bernie lost that vote but it's California I guess ladies go the extra mile well sounds like it or they're like oh the kitchen (laughs) I remember this drop the subject we'll be right back the new channel Q Drop the subject to new channel Q. Welcome back to Drop the Subject. I'm Jared Hill. That's Allie Johnson. Got a little bit of pancake in your mouth still. You got just <laughs> Thank you so much. I, uh, he helped me because I I was at odds with the cafe downstairs on the way here. I was like, all I need is a damn nice egg breakfast. Like I usually don't do much for breakfast, so I was like, today's the day that I'm gonna I'm gonna really do a good breakfast. And then they wouldn't answer the DD phone. <laughs> And I said, I'm done with these people. And I then hate them. I, yeah. hate, I was like, I've tried to go there three times. Oh, really? Yes. So I'm not, I was like, I'm never going to go there again. And then you brought me their food because they answered the phone for you. Well, I think you were calling during like the rush in the morning, maybe. But like, <laughs> they, right, you make an also, interesting point. They're also not very fast. 
No. The food is good, but they're not very fast. No, so. they don't make it quickly, and they're never in a hurry. All right, so you've got one more story, and it's supposed to get me a celebrity story. We got Well, it's, it's, a a Buzz, it's a BuzzFeed quiz, which I think we need to do more BuzzFeed quizzes <laughs> on the show. Let's just call it what it is. Um, but I'm going to create a boyfriend, and that's going to get me a celebrity bestie? Apparently, let's start with a name. You have okay. four options. Okay. <laughs> Lord, I don't like where this is going this already. This is ridiculous. All right, your choices are Sam, Jax, Henry, or Antonio. Oh, Jesus. Are it, you kidding me? Is Jax a real option in there? Jax is an option, yeah. Say them again. Sam, Jax, Henry, and Antonio. So Henry was the name of my goldfish. That's a hard pass. <laughs> um, I, I would strongly disagree. Well, no, I mean, I can't I think have a have boyfriend the same Henry. name as my goldfish. I, you have to. Jesus Christ. Let's go with Sam. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if that's any better. All right. Uh, I feel like this is the modern day Teen Beat magazine. Oh my God, yes. You know, is. where you're like, it's okay, now pick a number. All right. What Shout out to all the Sams and Henrys out there. Just letting you know I have personal connection to these names. Go on. So what does his hair look like? Long but styled. Short. Buzz cut. Messy and long. <laughs> Girl, please. Um, buzz. Ooh. Okay, moving on. What is his hair color? Black, blonde, ginger, or brown? Black. Okay. You're not going to try ginger? No. Okay. Moving on. I don't want ginger. I don't want ginger Justin getting a complex. <laughs> Create a boyfriend and then have him be your radio exactly. producer walking in right now. <laughs> All right. What is his eye color? Blue, brown, hazel, or green? Brown. Oh, you don't want green? Mm. No, it's a Michael Ealy thing. Oh, okay. He always plays like the killer. So. All right. How does he dress? Does he dress? Uh, uh, okay. These are just pictures now. It's like nice in a suit. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's like a guy in a leather jacket and he looks like he's jumping off of a building. Lord. And then there's a guy in a t-shirt and then there's a guy who like has this ruggedy outdoor look. T-shirt guy is hot. Yeah. I think you can just pick I mean, him. Clearly. <laughs> Absolutely. So you're just going to pick it Break me off a piece. Right. Oh, we're looking at his outfit, right? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, distracted. Uh, I like the jean jacket outfit. The jean jacket? Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. The one with the backwards hat? Yeah. Okay, cool. So you want a little, like, bad boy? I don't know. I don't wear my hat on the right ways. Okay. What is <laughs> it? There's two it. more questions, and then we can be done with this. What is the? What is he passionate about? Sports, politics, fashion, or music? I'm totally music. No, uh, I'd love if it was into politics. Okay. Uh, Choose his occupation. Designer, athlete, chef, or musician. Or what? Musician. Designer, chef. Athlete or a musician. Uh, Athlete. I want him to be like an executive of some sort. (laughs) Um, Because I don't want to have to work anymore. Oh, okay. No, I'm kidding. I I would be the worst kept. Yeah, I don't think that you would be able to not work Uh, anymore. Absolutely not. Um, Let's do chef. That'd be interesting. Yeah, that'd be hot. Because then you don't... I don't have to cook all the time. Okay. We have created an internet boyfriend for you, and now you have been given a celebrity bestie. (laughs) And I'm going to figure out what kind of garlic bread I am. And we will tell you who that is... No! After this! Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. 
Okay, drop the subject. Allie Johnson, Jarrett Hill, and Ginger Justin has sauntered on into the studio, and he is very upset that you did not choose a ginger when you were picking your BuzzFeed boyfriend. First of all, your verb choice is awesome. I love that he's, he sauntered in. I just imagine him just like, you know. He does saunter, shuffling though. in, a lot of shoulder. He's not... <laughs> It's just hip swaying exactly. back and forth. To this song. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> ding, ding, you come in with your own music. Ding, ding, ding. Uh, no, I, I was saying that I always love it when uh, when straight guys are mad that, that gay guys aren't hitting on them. Because I feel like that is like the ultimate show of like um, of them being like open and, and comfortable. Uh, when I was in college, I came out to my best friend who was a straight guy. And a few weeks after I came out to him, he was like, so, uh, you know, um, why don't you ever try anything with me? <laughs> and I was like, are you serious? Like, it was really wild. Yeah, I mean... I Justin. didn't mind that you didn't pick me. Oh, no, Justin. That wasn't the issue. Justin. It was no. the way that you didn't pick me. It's not like you just said, oh, I'm going to go with Burnett. You I know, said, you were like, redhead. No. Okay, okay, that is not what happened. I won't have it. I, I won't, won't have it. I, uh, th- that's not what happened, Justin. This is all on tape, so we will run it back if we need But, to. Ginger, Justin, are you a little offended that none of the gay men on this station have hit on you or tried anything? A little bit. Are we sure about that? Oh, that's another Yeah, day. we're sure about this. Oh. <laughs> love line just got even more interesting. Uh, <laughs> uh, on the next love line, I hook up with Ginger... No, okay. exactly. Uh, all right, so you, you did the following. You picked your internet boyfriend. It was a guy named Sam who has a buzz cut. He has black hair. He has brown eyes. He dresses in a backwards cap and a jean jacket. And he loves politics and his occupation is a chef. To be oh, clear, oh, good, good really choices. wanted t-shirt guy. You, <laughs> You just, just wanted the guy in the t-shirt. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, based on all of that thrilling scientific information, BuzzFeed has, and their, their team of experts have crunched the numbers, and they figured out that your celeb bestie, because they cannot possibly say celebrity... Of course. ...is Kendall Jenner. Oh. Interesting. Um, is it? Uh, <laughs> you know, I was just, uh, as I was saying, I was doing some work yesterday, so I, I binged watched the rest of the Keeping Up with the Kardashian season. Yeah. Kendall seems like the most reserved of them all. Um, so I don't know. If, I don't know. That'd be interesting. I don't know any. Oh, I just clicked Kenny. random buttons and got Oprah Winfrey, so I'm happy. I hate you. <laughs> I freaking hate you. All right, we have to move on. I feel on. like the next time we have like a live event, some guy named Sam's going to come up in a denim jacket with a backwards cap. <gasps> oh, it's like talking, practical magic right, style. Exactly, wanting to talk about politics. And I'm going to be like, are you kidding I wanna me? I want to talk about politics and make you eggs benedict. <laughs> exactly, I'm a chef. Like, I'm a personal chef, and I want to be your personal chef. You hear that, Sam? Oh, God. All the Sams out there are like, going to be scrambling for my love? No, that's not how that works. <laughs> if you are the Sam that we discussed on the air, just tweet at us at DTS Show. Oh, no. And now, drop the president. Drop the president. It just gets a little longer every time. Another sound. Um, that's what we would call in the business a hard turn. Yeah. <laughs> We're going from Sam to Joe. To Joe Walsh. So uh, this weekend, Donald Trump finally got a primary challenger. 
And by a primary challenger, I mean someone who's going to make no impact in this election. Oh, really? Yeah. He's former uh, Illinois U.S. representative and conservative radio host Joe Walsh. He's jumping into the 2020 race to give Donald Trump a primary challenge uh, as we you know, run into the 2020 election. He was on ABC's This Week with George Stephanopoulos, best last name in the business, hmm. and says, I'm going to run for president. I'm going to do whatever I can. I don't want Trump to win. The country cannot afford to have him. Him win. If I'm not successful, I'm not voting for him. So, yeah, I mean, this is something where this guy sucks, kind of. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess he sucks a lot. Um, yes. But the fact that he is taking one for the team to kind of be like, hey, I'm going to give you one other option <laughs> is kind of a good thing, isn't it? it I, it's I a kind good of, thing. This actually could be something. Yeah, this isn't a bad thing. The thing for me is I look at this and I when when your opening statement ends with if I'm not successful <laughs> generally not a good omen for you, Yeah, you do usually see candidates saying when I become president. Exactly. They definitely want to do those affirmations to right. make it a sure thing. So like this is a it's a good thing that there's a Republican going after Donald Trump. It's an annoying thing that it's not someone with any kind of name ID. Like <laughs> People don't know who this man is. Like he's a conservative radio host, so some people know who he is, and he was a U.S. representative. So there are people who know what he who he is. But like one of the things that Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton had going for them both in the last election was they have about one hundred percent name ID. Everybody knows who those people were, which you know helps and hurts people, right? Because they also might hate you, right? But um, Joe Walsh, like this guy, has a, a history of controversy, as the CNN article says. Um, it says in two thousand sixteen he accused Barack Obama of hating Israel and pushed the false conspiracy theory that Obama. As a Muslim, he also oh. accused that he accused that year of um, he was also accused that year of inciting violence against Barack Obama in the um, wake of a deadly sniper attack in Dallas. Oh, I remember that. He's uh, you know a few years earlier he suggested that Obama was elected because he was quote a black man who was articulate. <laughs> what could go wrong? Walsh was also does once, he know Mrs. Uh, Kramer? Uh, Mrs. Exactly. Jean Kramer. He and Jean Kramer. She could be the really VP. Good friends. He's probably donating to her campaign. She's probably donating to his. Oh, uh, I told you there's a constituency out there. Yeah. So um, there is a Republican in the race that you can vote for. Well, we will see. I can let all of that slide, but I could never, ever vote for somebody who had radio on their resume. <laughs> what? <laughs> Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. All right, drop the subject with Allie Johnson and Jared Hill. Jared is finishing up his lunch, which means it is time for the Monday Munch Report. That sounds good. I'll have that. Yas, 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 yas. What are you doing? I'm blotting the grease. It's the best part. Let me see that. All right. This is where we get to chat about anything food related. I, uh, I had a, a relatively good food weekend. It was low key. Um, I felt like whenever I'm going into a diet, I've tried and just like really murder everything before I go in. Uh huh. And that's what so I did. So wait, uh, let me just be clear. Are you restarting a diet now or is this the continuation of the diet that this you stopped This is not doing? my third start of a diet since joining the show, Allie. How dare you? Okay. Because that's kind of what it seems that's like. That's exactly what it is. Okay. So, no, I'm like, <laughs> well, actually, when I started South Beach a few weeks ago and then I went to Miami for a conference and then I was like, there's no freaking way I'm going to be on this diet here. <laughs> 
burped was, into the We've now both burped on the show. Yeah, that's the Monday Munch Report. It's time to do it. Uh, of, of all times. Um, so then I went on that, that vaca- the conference in Miami, didn't diet there, and then I came back and I was too tired to like meal prep on that Sunday, and like then my whole thing was just thrown off. So then I hadn't like really gotten back onto it. But now I am back into it. Okay, starting meal- when? Today. Oh, I started okay. today. Um, I, I meal prepped last night. I cooked up the baked eggplant thing that I, that I did before, like the roasted eggplant. Looks with the, delish. It's that delicious. That is, a, if yeah. you want, you should post that recipe because I saw you bring that in one time. Yeah. And it's like a stuffed eggplant with, uh, is it ground turkey or is it beef? Um, it's half turkey and half Italian sausage. Oh, okay. So it's really good. That, that yeah, I didn't even think to do that. Yeah. But I, I just, and it had a, sort of like a marinara type mm-hmm. of thing. And then you've got some cheese on it, which of yeah. course makes everything better. Boom. And I saw you eating that and I was like, oh, I should make that at home. And so I just kind of improvised and made my own version of it. And my wife loved it. And she was oh, like, awesome. are you going to make it tonight? Yeah, she she really, really loves the, the recipe. So Luckily, I'm a person who can eat the same thing a number of days in a row before I get tired of it. So like the eggplant thing was super easy. It's like one eggplant cut in half and you roast it and then it cut it into fours. And, and then like, you scoop have it whole... out. You scoop well, out I didn't the even meat. do that. Oh, OK. The re- recipe I saw was you scoop out the meat of it and then you mix it in with the oh. ground turkey thing that you make. That's a good idea. Right? Yeah, I, mean, I just cut it in it half. It wasn't my idea, it was the internet's. Did a crosshatch with olive oil and seasoning, roasted it for a while, and oh. then cut it in half and topped it with the sauce. Delish. My, Delish. Um, my food weekend was interesting because it was basically just eating like eating like a squirrel all, all day. Oh, because you're filming. At craft services. Yeah, I mean, we had some uh, catering, which was good, but when I got home, because we would finish at seven every day, I would be really hungry because I hadn't really been eating. I was just like kind of moving, moving, yeah. moving and going, going, going. And, and Katie's so, out of town. Katie's out of town. Yeah. So there's no reason for me to cook for her. <laughs> <laughs> I just actually still cooked. I just placed it in front of no one. Exactly. And sat there. And, and sat there. <laughs> yeah. And then I cleaned it all up. No. Yeah. Uh, so I, before, like on my way home, I was like, I'm just going to go to the grocery store and get some things that I can just throw in the microwave or in the oven or whatever. So I went for old school, old school kid comfort food, and Ooh. it was the best thing ever. What was it? I did chicken noodle soup. Okay. Campbell's. Yes. I did uh, little microwave spring rolls that were from the frozen section. Uh-huh. And then I did little kid turkey nugget or uh, chicken nuggets. What? Yep. That were bomb. Let's be clear. As a child, there was no chicken nugget that did not deserve my love and attention. <laughs> like, I mean, I did the ketchup and mustard swirl. Oh, wow. The okay. whole thing. And then the next day, I did mac and cheese. Mm. Mac and cheese is my weakness. I think I've talked about that here multiple times. Like, If <laughs> I see macaroni and cheese. The other day, Travel was here. I, we had a meeting or whatever with some folks, and we went across the street to Ralph's. And I literally had picked up a sushi. I was like, oh, this will be healthier than the chicken thing that he was getting and I saw macaroni and cheese and I said me like I love a um, uh, Liz Lemon I want to go to there <laughs> like I was like I want the macaroni and cheese and the potatoes and give me the chicken and I put the sushi back and I was like I You're, you lose your inhibition to yes, you can't make a decision it's a prob- I have to talk about that with my therapist today Mm. <laughs> well, this has been the Monday Munch Report. I guess uh, mac and cheese mac and is cheese so is... good that it's something you need to talk about in therapy. Like, realistically, if 
there was a kryptonite for me, it would be macaroni and cheese. Mm. But like this weekend, I also went to this um, this these Instagram guys. They they're three guys that have like really big Instagram food followings, and they make all these like great recipes. And so they opened up a restaurant together. Um, mind you, it's in the same place as one of my favorite restaurants that closed down like six months ago. So. I was hurt by that. Okay. But they opened up a new restaurant and it's called uh, The Court Cafe. It's in Inglewood. And they have like, they're all breakfast all day. Oh, that's a solid plan. Which just completely speaks to my soul. And so I had crab cake omelets. And I you was know, like, there's oh, nothing wrong with that. It was delicious. Yeah. And I'm not normally like a breakfast all day. Like if breakfast for dinner is not really my thing. Yeah. But if it was a crab cake situation where you're <sighs> mixing different foods, because I feel like sometimes breakfast foods are a bit limiting. Yeah. But then when you get creative with like crab and, and steak and like chilaquiles. Oh, yeah. Oh, then, chilaquiles? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. When you just turn something breakfast into nachos, oh. that that's that's God's work right Come there. Come on. Yeah. So then I ended up binging on on Mexican food yesterday because I was like, oh, this damn diet starts tomorrow. I better so. carb load for my diet. Well, it, exactly. But then I also, like, whenever I'm about to, whenever I'm ordering food, I always order two portions so I can feel good about, like, oh, I did spend an extra $5 on delivery, but I'm getting two meals out of this. So I ordered nachos and a burrito, <laughs> which was probably not a good idea. <laughs> All right. Well, it's been a pleasure. <laughs> This has been the Monday Munch Report. Uh, learning from eating nice, nostalgic kid foods is, is comforting, and mac and cheese is so good that it's chicken actually nuggets, dangerous. Chicken nuggets and mac and cheese? Like, what else do you mean? It was perfect. Uh, now we are about to get to the first ever crime that was that was committed in space. This is a crazy story, so stick around. We're going to get to this when we get back. This is Drop the Subject. Drop the Subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. All right. Drop the subject with Allie and Jarrett. And we are getting into something that I am really fascinated about. What is that? Space crime. (laughs) Space crimes. I've always been interested in space. And now they think that the first ever crime has been committed in space. Am I the only one that thinks it's hard to believe this is the first crime that's been committed in space? Oh, no. I mean, even if it's just public nudity. Well, that or like some kind of Me Too-y thing or someone stole something out of the pantry. Double parking on the moon. Yeah. Probably not happening a lot, but at least once. You know, someone's got to take it up there, I'm sure. (laughs) How can you double park on the moon? That makes no sense. Because there's no parking spots. They're moon rovers. (laughs) I love how he's like, I'm right. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, I guess a Me Too situation would have to be very aggressive considering those suits are so (laughs) I mean, right. Really over. You don't really want it. You do. Uh, All right. This is an interesting story, so let's get into it. Uh, There is a claim... They're they're investigating a claim that an astronaut went to the International Space Station where they accessed the bank account of their estranged spouse from the International Space Station. What? This is gay gay cray cray. I was going to say, this is a weird space crime. Like, you could have done this in Miami. Okay. (laughs) Right. The fact that you went all the way to space to access somebody's bank account. And then use like a VPN probably to pretend like he was in another state or something. You know what I mean? Like, Okay, go on. Sorry. Okay. So the astronaut, uh, the astronaut told the New York Times through a lawyer that I'm not even going to give you genders. I really want you to guess. This is a, a impromptu gay gay cray cray. Mm-hmm. 
that this, this is definitely a guy. This person was merely making sure that the family's finances were in order and that there was enough money to pay bills and to care for their son, who they had been raising together prior to their split. This person strenuously denies that they did anything improper, said the lawyer, and that the person is totally cooperating. Uh, let's see. They got married in 2014 filed for divorce in 2018. Investigators from NASA's Office of Inspector General have contacted both over the allegation, and this story is still developing. This is just for accessing their site? They're just for accessing the account online? Accessing their private bank information. But, okay. At, like, they're not together anymore. It's oh, an, estranged he, spou- an estranged spouse. He or she still just has the information to be able to get into the account, and they weren't supposed to be in there. Let's see. Uh... Graduate, okay, blah, 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 do, 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 do. Mm. It's weird just thinking like the, because now I'm like, this definitely feels like something a guy did. It just says, yeah, it just says access to the bank account of their estranged spouse from the International Space Station in what may be the first allegation of a crime committed in space. Accessing the account from the ISS but denying any wrongdoing. Okay. It's just like I remember when I had a uh, I had fraud on my account. I worked uh, on a talk show here in Los Angeles, and I got an email and a text message and a phone call from the bank saying, "Like, did you just try and buy a hundred dollars worth of groceries in Canada?" And I was like, "I'm sorry." <laughs> yes, you know what I mean. Yes, so I'm like, I'm thinking, like, did they call you and say, like, "Hey, did you just try and open your bank account from in Orbit?" <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, how does that even work? Oh, you know what? Damn, that was me. That I was forgot. me. I totally forgot. It's totally fine. <laughs> So there actually are some regulations as to how law works in space. There are five national or international space agencies involved in the ISS, U.S., Canada, Japan, Russia, and several European countries, and there is a legal framework. All the countries that are up there. Yep. And so, apparently, if you commit a crime, you would then be subject to the law of of the country that you're from. So, if you were a Canadian and you committed a crime in space, you would be subject to Canadian law. Mm-hmm. And a Russian citizen to Russian law. Okay. Space law also uh, sets out provisions for extradition back back on Earth should a nation decide it wishes to prosecute a citizen of another nation for misconduct in space. Interesting. This is like um, international waters. So, like when I, I talked yeah. about being on a cruise ship, like once you're like, I think it's like a mile or something away from shore, you're in international waters, and like the laws and rules change, and it's really crazy how like they can get away with having you work seven days a week and paying you X amount of dollars and all that kind of stuff. So I never even thought about like law in space and how that would work. Well, they say they're going to have to get more specific about it because space tourism is becoming a reality. A lot of people are talking about going right. up and visiting the space station and maybe taking a once over around Earth, you know, if you pay it a top dollar. And so there's going to have to, we're going to have to talk about this stuff. Yep. The people involved, the astronaut is named Anne McLean. It was a woman? And the spouse estranged is Summer Warden. They're lesbians? I think they're lesbians. Oh my God. I mean, that is cray cray. If you're going up in space to access your estranged wife's bank account information. I did not see that coming. You said 2014. I'm like, uh, marriage equality was 2015, (laughs) but there were some states. I'm like doing the math in my head, like, oh, it have to be. Oh my gosh, they were lesbos. Yeah, not really giving women in space a good name right now. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll be right back. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q.
All right. <laughs> Drop the subject with Allie Johnson, Jarrett Hill. I'm guessing that our employer will want us to drop this subject. <laughs> but we were passed on an email <laughs> asking if we would like to be considered to be the new voice of Radio.com. No, of Radio.com. 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 Hi, you're listening to Radio.com. Radio.com. <laughs> Radio. <laughs> so here's what they're looking for. We figured that we could just audition. We're going to audition on the air. Right, right now, it's not looking good for you, Jarrett, because the casting brief, or spec is as follows. Female preferred, but male voices will be listened to as well. <laughs> Hold on. They'll Wait a minute. <laughs> will be listened to. Will be tolerated. No, yeah. Not considered. <laughs> just listened to. We will not cover our We ears. will play them in a room that we're probably not in. Here is the caveat. Uh-oh. Maybe Linda could audition. Oh. <laughs> Okay. So how would Linda audition for this Radio.com well, I spot? think she would just be so excited to just have the honor of being tried out for it. <laughs> I don't know what that verb phrase was, for but it's it. Try, for it. Because uh, she could be the voice of the LGBTQ community. Oh, Radio.com, wow. honey. Radio, you, a Radio.com station, honey. <laughs> Oh, oh, Linda might just can we love please, it. Can we, we have to submit it. We have to submit her. Come, honey. Honey. Sugar baby. <laughs> we used to have to do it. I would love for them to oh pick her. Gosh, that would be hilarious. All right. Informed, intelligent, cool, and casual, but not announcery. But we do want to hear polish. So this happens often in voiceover auditions where so, they give you many different things that conflict Allie with each other. gets these auditions all the time, and like they will have... 3,500 different things that are super specific that end up meaning you could be any human being in creation. It'll be like informed, intelligent, crafty, engaging. Best friend. Best friend. Wife. Casual. Not overly announcery, but we wanted to get an idea that they know what they're talking about. Also sounds like Emma Stone and Oprah. But but might drive like a Nissan Sentra or a Tesla. Yeah. Or but, whatever you think. Exactly. Latina accent. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Multiple takes with varying levels of energy are encouraged. Oh my God. So the trick with this stuff is that you have to smile with your voice. Okay, so over you the last break, smile. while we were playing music, Allie was like, I'm smiling with my voice. <laughs> I'm smiling with my voice. <laughs> Radio.com. Radio.com. Radio.com, honey. <laughs> I just think this is awesome. So, I think that we should record a few takes. Okay. Uh, you know, I think this was a good rehearsal. Mm-hmm. We can record them in our own time. We should submit both for Allie Johnson and for Linda. And may the best woman win. We're going to... <laughs> we'll, we'll do those at the end of the show, because I'm realizing we have the news that coming up. Oh, right? yeah. Yeah, no. I mean, we can record them we're in gonna our work own on this, space. But we're going to... But we're going to do it... I think we should do it on the air. Okay. We can do it. We should do it live for the listeners. Let them see how they feel about Linda. Maybe you bring in Cool Radio Girl. Oh, I can bring that in. Cool Radio Girl on Radio.com. But Radio... Radio... Uh, cool Girl... Radio, cool Radio Girl never sounds like she's smiling, though. No, she's too cool to... She has informed, intelligent, cool, and casual... <laughs> But she's not smiling. She's sly smiling. <laughs> Side smile. News it or lose it. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q.
drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject presents. News it or lose it. Welcome back to Drop the Subject. <laughs> uh, it's time for news it'll lose it. We're going to run through these headlines. Allie, I've got five of them. Um, I actually really enjoyed doing the quiz thing earlier, so there may be a quiz in here. What? I can't, <laughs> I, I can't quiz? confirm or deny. Oh, I don't know no. if that happened. A twofer? But I guess we'll see. All right. All right first one. <clears throat> Is it normal to talk to yourself? <laughs> no thought about it. Just like, absolutely. Yes. Okay. A giant raft of rock floating in the Pacific could help heal Australia's Great Barrier Reef. Oh, I'm worried about that reef. Sure. After a Southwest flight was delayed, agents held a contest for the worst this. The worst this? The worst service animal pig? <laughs> the worst... Service elephant. Service animal elephant, elephant. actually. <laughs> the yeah. worst emotional support squirrel? <laughs> well, I mean, you teased me. I gotta know. Okay. Uh, your taste in condiments will reveal a secret truth about you. <laughs> Is this the quiz? I don't know. The <laughs> secret condiment <laughs> quiz? I can't confirm or deny. I, I can't. Uh, I have no idea. I mean, I if I news this, then I have to lose the next story. It's up to you. Because we're going to run out of time. I Am I going all in on the condiment story? Is that what's happening now? All right. Well, you're drop, that means you're dropping something that you probably want to drop. The word genius.com word of the day is assiduous. Boo. My brain can't take it today. <laughs> I can't learn new words. I can't even form current ones. She's like, I can't even deal with the ones that are already in my head. Right. Is it normal to talk to yourself? A giant raft of rock floating in the Pacific could heal, help heal Australia's Great Barrier Reef. After a Southwest flight is delayed, agents held a contest for the worst this, and your taste in condiments will reveal a secret truth of you. All that's coming up after Alessia <laughs> Cara. Is that I'm gay? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> then here's Alessia Cara with Scars to You're Beautiful. <laughs> Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Welcome back to Drop the Subject. We are jumping into our signature uh, entree here at Drop the Subject. Oh, yummy. We like to... (laughs) It's been a very foodie day. It has. Uh, Which is appropriate for what we're about to do. It's time for News It or Lose It. Drop the Subject presents... Lose it or lose it. All right, Allie. So it's Monday, which means it's heavily food oriented on the show. Um, or at least, you know, there's a segment. Um, so I thought this headline was perfect for you. Your taste in condiments will reveal a secret truth about you. You know, as asinine as this is, I'm actually really <laughs> interested to find this out because I don't think I have common taste in condiments. Oh, Okay. Well, I guess we'll see. Um, first qu- question. Which condiment would you put on a sandwich? Mustard, mayonnaise, butter, hummus, guacamole, or something else? B- wait. What were the options? Mustard, mayonnaise, butter. Butter. Hum- I know, right? Hummus. No. Guac. Mm. Or something else? I would definitely do mustard. Mustard. Boom. But I mean, guac definitely goes on anything. Know, but right? if I'm like, talk, I don't really consider guac to be a condiment. For- fair enough. Which condiment do you put on your hamburger? Ketchup? Mustard. Mustard. Mustard? Because that was one of the nine choices. <laughs> I was so glad you found one quickly. They couldn't go for an even ten? Oh, my God. Well, you know, it makes a nice square. Oh, see. Which condiment would you dip your fries in? Mustard. 
Mustard's not an option. What? <laughs> <laughs> Ketchup, mayonnaise, barbecue sauce, ranch, nothing, something else. You could have something else. Uh, yeah, I mean, I always either do alone or with mustard. Okay, so something else. You dip your fries in mustard? I love mustard. I will do mustard as every condiment on everything. I was going to say, are you high, but... Hash browns, mustard. The answer to that question. Yes. <laughs> Hash browns with mustard? Yep. Wow. And hot sauce. Weirdo for sure. That's why you like women. Hot dogs? Okay. Only mustard. And relish. Really? Yep. So bizarre. Okay. Which sauce do you dip your chicken tenders into? I'm guessing I know the answer to this one. <laughs> Sweet and sour, barbecue sauce, ranch, ketchup, nothing, something else. All right. I'm going to do a ranch on this because usually okay. I do either a ketchup mustard swirl Mm-hmm. Because I like to have both in the, in the midst of each other, mm-hmm. um, but then I'll also do a, a ranchy. Okay, so we'll do that. What kind of dipping sauce do you get your with your pizza? You no. better not say mustard. No. Okay. <laughs> ranch. I'm not an animal. I was gonna say I'm not a cave person. Okay. Ranch, creamy garlic, honey mustard, cheddar jalapeno, what? barbecue, blue cheese, creamy dill, nothing, something else, nothing. Nothing. No dipping sauce. With I don't the pizza. think that pizza needs dipping sauce. It has sauce on it. I generally tend to agree with that. Okay. I mean, I could do like so those uh, crushed red peppers. There you the go. Crushed red pepper, and I could do the parm, but I, I don't need to have extra sauce on it. What's your preferred salad dressing? Balsamic, Italian, ranch, Caesar, thousand, something else. Okay. Well, fat me says blue cheese. But. Oh, oh, sorry, something else. Okay. <laughs> Blue cheese is actually a hitter. Um, what are you spreading on How your toast? I know, right? I think we're at the end here. Are there 35 condiment <laughs> questions? <laughs> what are you spreading on toast? Butter, jam, butter. peanut butter, Nutella. Boom. Okay, I got your. Oh, okay. Is this now going to reveal a secret about my life? Is it's going when we come back? Your taste in condiments has revealed <gasps> a secret truth about you. Oh my god! What do we learn about Allie? That's coming up next. I'm gonna get the papers. Oh my god! Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new channel Q. Drop the subject is back live on the air. We are talking to Allie about figuring out, you know, a secret truth about her that we've really dug into by figuring out what condiments she likes. That's not important. So, Allie. <laughs> we've waited long enough. Exactly. Oh, man, I'm on the edge of my seat. What is the secret truth the about secret me? The secret truth about you is you're more introvert. Intro- you're more introverted than people realize. I don't think that's right. Um, it says, the thing is, you're pretty good at conversation and you love to laugh with your friends. Oh, maybe. Hell, it says, hell, you can get rowdy at sometimes. Um, but oof, all of that drains your energy and you need a good amount of time alone to recharge. While others might think you're extroverted, you actually spend a lot of time in your own head and you wouldn't operate nearly as well if you didn't get some time to yourself. I cannot believe how accurate this I was condom say, quiz is. Condiment. I mean, condiment quiz. <laughs> I, I, was, I was thinking... That's a different quiz for tomorrow. Exactly. Uh, the headline, I was like, no, that's not right. And then I'm like, oh, actually, this does That is like 100% you. dead on. Oh, because of mustard. Thank you. Are, just because of my love of mustard? How did they do that? Is that's, there a real team of scientists back there? No! Then how are they knowing I'm this? I'm telling you, I worked at BuzzFeed. It is not a team of scientists. So they just decide, what, do they just get six options and rotate them? I don't I don't know. I'll I'll reach out and I'll ask about this. This quiz. is witch's work. That's actually it's kind of crazy. Now I kind of want to do it. <laughs> well, when I did your quiz, I got Oprah, so I bet yours will be good if you do it. Yeah, right. I got who did I get? 
Kendall Jenner. Kendall. Sorry Which, about that. I mean, I'm not mad at it. Love you, Kenny. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> All right, so I'm trusting that we have other stories to get into. <laughs> yes. Uh, this HuffPost Life story asks the question, is it normal to talk to yourself? And it's interesting because yes. Uh, yes. They, they always say that, like, so many people associate talking to oneself as a sign of mental illness. And this says, it is very normal to talk to yourself and thus very common. It says, the truth is that we all talk to ourselves, um, but we all have this... Um, this idea that there's something wrong with it. It's, it's not only normal, it's crucial. And becoming aware of the quality of this inner discourse is a path to happiness and fulfillment. They give a couple of examples, which I was like, oh my God, that's totally me. It says, when you're leaving the house, you, um, I know for myself, I always do phone, wallet, keys, chapstick, So you say that out glasses. loud. A lot of times I say it out loud or in my mind. But Wait, like, what were the last ones? Phone, wallet, keys, chapstick, headphones, glasses. Oh, okay. Um, and so it says, like, that's a, self, that's a form of self-talk that, you know, you kind of do all the time to kind of help yourself. Um, it says that it's also helpful to talk to yourself through harmful, harmful and difficult times to kind of, like, play, replay through the events and kind of, like, deal with it. But yeah, also, see that then I wouldn't think to talk to myself. Well, it says like they they um, talk about a way that you can um, kind of mother yourselves. It says, I tell my clients and readers that talking to themselves in a caring manner can be a way to mother themselves. Um, they, there's like this whole idea of like inner child therapy where you kind of talk to the the younger version of yourself that needs parenting or whatever, like a different kind of parenting. And you're like, hi, honey, do you want chicken nuggets? <laughs> exactly. And I'm like, yes, I do. Macaroni and cheese? Absolutely. Yes, I do. <laughs> so Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, and then at the end, it says, um, is talking, can it ever be harmful? It says, actually, yes. It says, when self-talk is accompanied by self-harm, um, for example, striking yourself or cutting, then oh. it's a sign of an emotional problem. As well, um, if you're engaging in self-talk that involves repetitive phrases, mantras, or numbers, and this type of self-talk, is, if it's disruptive to you or difficult to stop, that can also be locking an indicator the door, of an emotional the door, problem. Locking the door, locking the door, walk to the yeah. car, walk to the car, walk to the car. Exactly. Yeah, and, and if you talk to yourself a lot, then it's sort of like when you are alone a little too much, you start doing things that you only do by yourself in front of other people. Mm. You know, what like, you like for example, if you are, if you live alone and you're alone all the time and you burp freely or fart freely, and then you're in a situation where you're around people, but you've forgotten how to behave <laughs> around people. And then you start doing those things when people are around that could happen with talking to yourself. Or with the president of the United States. Right, when you're just talking out of your ass. Just talking out of your ass. Right. Okay. Interesting. Uh, That's cool. I'm not I'm not really a talk to myself type of person, but I probably should be. Right. I'm in my head, according to the BuzzFeed quiz. According to your condiment quiz. So Okay, so this this headline comes from CNN Travel. It says, after a Southwest flight was delayed, agents held a contest for the worst driver's license photo. Oh! Right? Kind of cool. So I, this story is interesting. It says, um, for travelers, there are a few things that are more annoying than a delayed flight, but that's when Kristen Dundas um, thought, that's what she thought about her Southwest Airlines flight from Orlando to Washington um, when it was delayed on Thursday, but she actually ended up in Enjoying the experience, she says, my flight to Washington, D.C. was delayed for almost two and a half hours, uh, and, and I was getting heated until this gate agent started playing games with everyone, waiting to pass the time. And now I'm like, I'll wait all damn night if you keep this up. 
contest. She tweeted out a video of what was going on. It says the agent also hosted a paper airplane contest. She said winners were awarded $25 vouchers and Southwest merchandise. And in reply to Dundas's tweet, a Southwest Airlines representative replied, I'm glad our agent was able to make the delay a little more bearable for y'all, Kirsten. Um, we hope that you have that we hope to have you on your way SAP. Southwest is really good about like being entertaining on their flights, if nothing else. Yeah. Uh, the last Southwest flight I took, I uh, had a great a woman who was like communicating with us and making jokes and stuff. Yeah. And then I also realized she was the pilot. Oh, really? So it was a female pilot who was also cracking jokes. I was like, this is the best plane ever. Interesting. I want to know, though, who won the bad driver's license contest. Um, I want to see the picture. I know, right? They, well, they didn't share that on the in the CNN article, right, but you well, definitely want to see that photo. Yeah, because to have the worst one on a plane of hundreds of people. Eek. Yeah. I, my, and was I, it the first driver's license photo they ever took, or is it the latest you know, like oh yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, because I do not like mine. Really? How's yours? Um, mine is too close up. <laughs> <laughs> I was sneezing in mine. No, you were? I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Oh, <laughs> it's like damn. I think <laughs> wow. All right, well you win. There's a whole storyline on Living Single where one of the guys, like his driver's license photo, he was sneezing in the photo, and they like <laughs> took it and they wouldn't take another one. Um, okay, we've got one more thing coming up, and we've got a we've got this VMA game, and we've got to record our Radio.com audition. So there's <laughs> a whole a lot, lot more coming up. Don't go anywhere. And I'm fading fast, so we better hurry. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new channel Q. Drop the subject. The new channel Q. Welcome back to Drop the Subject. It's my turn. Um, <laughs> I, Welcome back to the subject. It's my turn, mine. I felt Allie look at me and I was like, that means I'm supposed to talk. And I was like, I'm just going to sit back. <laughs> Welcome back to Drop the Subject. We are going to get into a game because tonight on MTV are the Video Music Awards. Really excited that Missy Elliott is getting the Video Vanguard Award. She's going to be performing some of her, her biggest songs. And it occurred to me a couple of years ago when a friend of mine was producing on the show, I don't know half of the people who are performing. And she said to me the most disrespectful thing anyone has ever said to me, Jared, you're not really the demo for that show anymore. You're too old. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, that's that's so hurtful. Well, like when we went over, this was weeks ago, but when we went over what, what was the hit song the year you graduated high school? Oh my gosh. Remember? And we were like look, you, you know, having nostalgia going back. And then there was a certain year where I started not recognizing not the songs. Them. And yeah. I was like, oh. Well, it was I'm like, not... here was the one in 2004 or 2007. And I was like, oh no. I'm not that 13 and 19, 18 and 25 yeah. anymore. So, But then it stopped being things like the Spice Girls and it started being like, blah, 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 feet, blah, 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 feet, 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 feet. There's so feet. many feet. Oh, you mean featuring? I'm like, did that many bands have feet in their <laughs> name? I was like, I get what no, you're No, it was like it was, it was a, a compilation of people. Yeah. So I thought it might be interesting if Ginger Justin put together a game for us to figure out how many of these VMA people we will know in advance. So Ginger Justin, you've come up with a game to... You're right. It might be interesting. It might not. We're yep. about to find out. Ginger? Ginger Justin has very low confidence level when it comes to this game. So if it's anything like Spirit or Spirit, it's going to be say, a total train wreck. Here it say, is. Allie, I think we kind of broke him with Spirit versus Spirit. That, <laughs> we did break his spirit. That did and it broke mine wrong. too, to be honest. <laughs> Ginger, right. what you got? Okay, so I'm going to name you an artist, or maybe they're not an artist. We're gonna go one at a time. Okay, we're gonna we're just trying to figure out if these are real artists or not. Correct. Okay. All right. Love the music for starters. <laughs> you're lucky you're getting a game. <laughs> All right, Ali, you're going. For, oh, sorry, I'm just proud it? of myself for coming up with a game idea because usually it's you guys, <laughs> and I just felt brilliant. So if this game bombs, I'm gonna kill you in your sleep. Just okay. so you know. All right, I'm first. Okay, Bad Bunny. 
So I'm guessing if that's a real band or not. Mm-hmm. Real artist performing bad or bunny. nominated. I'm the bad bunny. That's not a thing. <laughs> do, 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 do. I'm going to guess that's, that's fake. You just did a Billie Eilish song. <laughs> bunny Eilish. Oh. That is real. Bad oh. Bunny is a real thing. Really? Did mm-hmm. you know that? I knew the name. Couldn't tell you what they do. Okay. I don't know if it's a person or people or what, but oh, okay. I've heard Bad Bunny before. Jarrett. Yes. Da Baby. Yes, DaBaby is a rapper. Wow. Thank you very much. I only learned that last week. Not important. Continue. But is it one of those where it's like there's a regular and then there's a little one and then there's a baby one and then there's... No, he, his name is DaBaby. He has four million followers on Instagram. Oh. Four and a half million. And he's in the new Lizzo's um, uh, remix to Truth Hurts. See, look at you. You know stuff. I only learned that over the weekend. <laughs> Had to study for the game that you pitched. Exactly. I was like, I just saw it on Instagram. So, yeah, go ahead. Allie. Yep. K R M R. See, this is, uh, it's a drug. (laughs) So, it's what all the kids are doing. Is it an artist named after a drug? Yes. So, you think it is an artist? Yes. It is not. Damn it. I suck Ah. at this. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking to myself, like, oh, crap. I have no idea. It's actually Kramer with all the vowels taken out. Oh, (laughs) nice. So creative. Okay. Jarrett? Yes. Hype bros. Hype bros. That's got to be real. I feel like that is a thing. Um, I'm going to say yes. That's real. No, come on. That's the name of uh, people on the Amp Radio Street Team. Oh, uh, (laughs) Amp Radio, our sister station here at at Radio. Why are they only bros if it's a sister station? This is sexist. They should be they should be hype siblings, (laughs) hype children, hype family member individuals with (laughs) that are non-conforming to gender. Yeah, that's it. That, so, okay. So Are I won. These... You won. Congratulations. Oh, wow. That was an easier win than I thought. Well, that w- congratulations, Justin. I think you're a winner, too, because that was not a train wreck. <laughs> I mean, it was <laughs> it was a mediocrely impressive job uh, you did. It, are no, you, studio audience I was likes say, it. Are you playing the studio audience for <laughs> yourself? Um, Allie, the bar was pretty low. Yeah. But And he, he jumped over it. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. All right, Ginger I wonder Cohen. if the, p- the people who do this backtracking mu- music is going to play tonight. Uh, I'm sure. Oh, wait. Wait, oh, this is Hype Bros. No. (laughs) Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Welcome back to Drop the Subject. We are a highly produced radio show, ladies and gentlemen. If you could hear the conversation we just had. Well, you know, we were supposed to be coming up with our happy endings during this break and then we were going to bring them to your ear holes uh, during the last moments of Drop the Subject today and then we just spent the whole time talking about how Instagram asking for someone's Instagram handle is the new asking for your number yeah which is so true absolutely it's definitely it's definitely the way that you can now text someone but it's also funny I feel so shallow saying this like I, I will meet someone and I'll be like but what do they look like in their photos I'm like Oh. In person with the human being. So you go opposite because I think, you know, years ago would have been like, well, I don't, well, you know, their profile is one thing, but I want to like meet them in person and see what they're really like. Yeah. And now you're meeting them in person and saying, yeah, they're great and all, but I want to know what they're actually like, like on Instagram. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know what that's about, but I remember being on a date and thinking that and I was like, what the hell is wrong with me? Like, why am I doing that? But it does matter. I mean, it says something about a person because if you if you meet them 
in person and they're really awesome. They're really funny. They're smart. They're everything that you thought. And then you go on their Instagram and it's just a bunch of dog filters. Well, I was going to say it's just all like flames and brimstone. It's like, oh, yikes. <laughs> flames and brimstone? Well, you know, hellfire and brimstone. They just like totally just a bunch of really like... dark. It's like, oh, I see. Like, oh. I was like, oh, so it's like Matthew quotes from Bible? <laughs> <laughs> that was the opposite direction, but crazy. yeah. I was like, oh, all right. No, yeah. I interesting. Mean, it's Yeah, it's interesting to see how people represent themselves online versus how they are in person. Yeah. Um, Ginger, Justin, do you have a happy ending? I, I guess I do. You, you do? If I'm the only one doing it. You're the only one doing it. I have one. You do? Well, well, there are so sad that... things in this world, and there are sad things that we talk about, so we like to take them and spin them around into something positive. Yeah, so uh, as I was joking when we were getting on the air, uh, I, you were like, oh, I didn't write my happy ending. I was like, yeah, I, I started writing mine. Um, mine is, <clears throat> Donald Trump may be president. Yeah? Yep. That's it. All right. Well, no, no silver lining there, I guess. Nope. Nope. He's nope. still present. Just wrap that on up. Justin's ready. What He's about- at the mic, ready to hit it. What you got? Uh, my happy ending is I may have misread Jared and I's relationship this whole time, but oh, Jared did follow me on Instagram, so I still have a chance. Oh, that's nice. Talk about coming up with one on the spot, Justin. That was good. My little happy ending is not funny, but... <laughs> I'm going to say it anyway. Okay. Yes, I came in today very, very tired and pretty much getting sick and hungry and headachey and nauseous, but I'm glad I came in because Jared bought me breakfast and I ate yummy, yummy pancakes and then I got free butter in the break room. I mean, the free, I mean, the the free butter really takes it to the next level. I will say, uh, Gene Kramer in Michigan may be a racist D bag. But oh, at least it's like is this another where you're like <laughs> exactly. there we go. Just to give you the premise, no punchline. Um, Gene Kramer may be a racist D bag, but at least someone's wearing that wig. That's true. Jesus, that wig is bad. She, I'm glad that that didn't uh, stay on the shelf for much longer. Oh my God, I think it would have self destructed. You were, yeah. That hair said, "Look out, <laughs> something's wrong here." I just want something, something that says, "Look out, I'm racist." Exactly. <laughs> Look, I need a hairstyle that says, "I'm going to end up on the news for being racist." Yeah, outside yeah. of my home. <laughs> That's we've, what I want. We've got a whole lot coming up tomorrow. Allie and I will be joining you back for another live show. Um, Allie, I hope you have a good time. I hope you go get some rest. I'm going to take a, a nap. Long, you going to take a nap, sugar? I'm going <laughs> to take a bit of a nap. Uh, and tomorrow, we're, we're going to have our Radio.com um, auditions to be the voices of Radio.com and the app. Um, that should be a blast. I'll be rehearsing for the rest of the night. And uh, I'm going to see if Linda's available to come in to okay, do that great. tomorrow. That so, would be great. Um, if she's available. Um, all that's coming we up. We should check in on Popeye's, too, tomorrow. Oh, yes. we got to check in with Jay Sean, because he's supposed to be helping us make the chicken sandwich, the official check in sa- ch- chicken. Chicken. I was slipping into Linda. Um, chicken sandwich of the LGBT community. And uh, all that and so much more coming up tomorrow. Um, have a great day, a great afternoon, whatever time it is that you're listening. We uh, hope to see you tomorrow. Bye.
On the next, on the next, drop the subject. On the next show, we're going to go through the best and worst moments of the MTV Video Music Awards, and we'll see if we knew what was going on, but make no promises. Plus, it's just the Tip Tuesday, so we're going to check out some of the best as-seen-on-TV products that actually work. Mmm, love me a slap chop. Other list we will not be going over is As Heard on Radio. Um, what's on that list? Not us. What? <laughs> what does that even mean? Drop the subject. 12 to 2 Pacific, 3 to 5 Eastern, on the new Channel Q.